Hey, Patrick. Uh-huh. I think that my clock is broken. Why is that? Uh, because it says that it's 3.01 p.m. <laughs> well, what time is it actually? But in reality, it's tuning time. Ah! Oh, it's episode oh! five. Episode five. Welcome back to your favorite uh, podcast. It's uh, your boy, Nick Antonides, with your other boy, Patrick Oaks. Hey. Um, and this episode will be slightly different. We're just shooting the breeze, I think. Is right? that a phrase? Uh, I think so. Just shooting the breeze, just talking about random stuff. Okay. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll just be doing that. Talking about what's new, what's on our mind, all sorts of stuff. We're, uh... Once again, we're on Anchor. Yeah. Uh, and if you're listening to this, you probably already knew that. <laughs> um, but we're still working on getting on Spotify, getting on Apple uh, Podcasts. Yeah. As that. of right now, we can be found on your favorite podcasting services, mm-hmm. such as Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Stitcher. All of which I'm sure you have heard of before. <laughs> uh, absolute staples in the podcasting community. Like, <laughs> if you aren't on those, then what are you doing, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If, if you don't have five Stitcher accounts, you've just been living under a rock. That is correct. Dude, we're on so many platforms. Speaking of platforms, would you like to tell the listeners oh about God. your your, uh, your media encounter earlier today? Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> to start off this story, I'll just say what it, how it ends. Um, it ends by me uh, hopefully regaining my Twitter account through identity <laughs> fraud. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I was just scrolling through Twitter, as you do. I'm, uh, as I'm sure you guys know, Patrick and I are very into Twitter tweeting, liking tweets, retweeting, t- tweet. Twit. Tweeter. Well said. <laughs> and I was going through Twitter and uh, I saw this guy. I clicked on this dude's account and then it like showed his birthday. And I was like, hey, his birthday is soon. So is mine. I should make, I should edit my account and put my birthday in it. So I go to the settings. I click on like birth date. So I make it January 30th. FYI. Um, I, I set it up to January 30th, 2001. And uh, I, I, before I hit enter, I asked Patrick, I was like, so you have to be, I was like, what, what was the age restriction for people like having a Twitter account? And he goes, what do, what do you say? <laughs> I said, probably nothing. It's probably fine. Yeah. Uh, so it turns out it was 13, <laughs> um, which I'm not, you know, I'm almost 18. I'm not 13, but... I made my account December 26th, 2013, when I was 12, 30 days, 35 days before I was 13. So I made, so I was too young to have a Twitter account when I made it, but I hit enter anyway today. I hit enter. And then I'm like, okay, cool. It updated my bio. Nothing's really changed. And then uh, I, re- I refreshed the page. And it says, oops, something went wrong. <laughs> and I was like, huh, I wonder what this could be. So I refresh it again. 
and it says your account has been locked <laughs> i was like patrick you lied to me um it uh, it's so frustrating because this was five years ago obviously i'm old enough to have a twitter account now but there were it said okay well uh, let's see if i can pull it up i don't know if it'll pop up with the same screen yep your account is locked our terms of service require everyone who uses Twitter to be 13 or older, and we have determined that you did not meet the minimum age requirement at the time this account was created. So uh, now I can't tweet, I can't like tweets, I can't uh, retweet, I can't do anything but direct message people until I get my account back, if I can get my account back. So so what did you do about it? What did I do? <laughs> I uh, went through all this BS form stuff that they made me fill out, and uh i <laughs> i ended up clicking on they they gave me a few options on uh, why i wanted to unlock my twitter and what i thought went wrong on why my tw- like why my account was locked um and some of the options were you know i entered my birth date in incorrectly i was 13 before i created my account but now i'm over 13 uh like i don't know other ones like uh, my parents are you know, overseeing this account or whatever. Um, but I was like, well, if I click the one where it says I was 13 or I was younger than 13 when I made my account, I feel like I wouldn't be able to get everything back on my account, like (laughs) all the accessibility. So I clicked the, I entered my birth date in wrong. And then I was thinking they'll just be like, Oh, okay, here's your account. (laughs) But I, I clicked it. And it said, oh, cool. Send us a picture of your ID. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, my ID uh, doesn't lie. And it would have shown that I was 12 and 330 days <laughs> at the creation of my Twitter account. And they wouldn't give it to me back. So, uh, <laughs> I took my brother. My brother is 23. 24. I don't know. He's one of the two. Uh, Both older than 13. Um, And so, anyway, I just ended up using his ID. And hopefully, uh, neither of us get in trouble in any way for very, well, it is identity fraud, I guess. Because I used his license to get my account back on twitter because <laughs> i was 12 when i made my account and this happened five years ago <laughs> i it it just blows my mind like all this time i didn't have to enter in my birthday but i was like oh sure i'll enter in when i was born you just wanted people to say happy birthday on twitter yeah and now i don't have a twitter <laughs> for people to say happy. but anyway <laughs> hopefully it'll be back soon uh so I was reading a Reddit that said, like, it's fine if you just send your older sibling or, like, your friend's ID to Twitter. They don't care. So hopefully that'll work out and we'll all be good because I take tweeting very seriously. Speaking of Twitter, follow us at time underscore tuning. <laughs> that is right. For non-banned tweets. <laughs> <Yes>. That account, <laughs> I can guarantee, is uh, not locked. of age. <laughs> and not locked. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that what was, a conundrum. that was, uh, stressful that this happened about an, 
about 30 minutes ago, and I was running up and down my stairs trying to get IDs. No, just sat here waiting to start recording. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being patient, Patrick. Um, but yeah, hopefully I'll get my Twitter back, and it'll all be good. That but would be nice, wouldn't it? It would be, because I had a bomb tweet yesterday. I have so many. Well, I was going to pull up the stats on it, but my account's locked. No Uh The last time I checked, it was five retweets, 30-something likes. Huge. It was a picture of... I have like huh? 150% of your follower count, and you still get all these likes, and I get average three likes per tweet. Well, you do tweet a lot, though. But they're all good. That's quantity. That's quality quantity. But it's also a lot of words. And I won't lie. Sometimes I don't read them. Because <laughs> it's so much. Grr, it makes me so mad when you don't read my tweets. Grr. Grr. But my tweet was... Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah, the picture. It, so yesterday there's a basketball game. Turpin Anderson. We destroyed Anderson. It was dope. Uh, but anyway, uh, we have a player named Nick on the team that's just f- a phenomenal basketball player. And uh, there was a picture of him receiving an award, and I was in the background, like, applauding him. And I blacked out all the faces except for mine and his and said, just a pick of me with the goat. Uh, <laughs> and he retweeted it. And so did the account Nick the Goat. <laughs> so... It is pretty big. Also, I was checking, I was just looking through my other tweets, and, uh, I, oh, shoot, which one was it? It was another picture, but it had over a thousand, uh, like, impressions. I can't believe this. Can you believe, it's, I'm really upset now. Over a thousand. It was like (laughs) at 1100 last time I checked. Oh my God. And I can't check right now. (laughs) And this, the tweet that I had yesterday has over 700. That's ridiculous. Yeah, dude. <laughs> We're big league. <laughs> Making it big. I'm so excited. I remember we were uh, in lunch outside sitting on the ground. And we were like, Patrick and I were just like, dude, let's just start tweeting <laughs> daily. And uh, I didn't stick to that, but Patrick did. And I'm not sure if you have tweeted every day since then. i don't think i've gone a day without tweeting i may i probably have but yeah. I this think was I'm like pretty consistent october maybe yeah yeah around then so a little bit ago well i guess i've had an account for about five years but i've, <laughs> I've opened uh the twitter app more times in the past month than i have or in the past few months than i have in five years but you're locked. <laughs> I'm locked now, so I can't open it at all. Um, I I like Twitter. Twitter's nice. It's a it's a it's an art form. <laughs> In a way, it is. Two hundred forty characters. Is Something that what like it is? That. You get to do write a short story or a poem. <laughs> As if you ever actually did that. Yeah, I never do that. <laughs> Let's be honest. I hate anything literature. <laughs> but yeah. hey guess what what we're second semester seniors oh yeah that's true and i can't believe it. it is blowing my mind that we have a few months until 
well, until the summer and then a few months until college. Yeah. Which I know you've been, I'm still waiting to hear back from OSU. And I thought that yesterday they would let me know mm-hmm. uh, because it's the last Friday in January. Um, and normally they let people know in or on Fridays. And they said that I would know by the end of January and it's the end of January and I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't think, and most people have not heard back either yeah. from what I understand. I just yeah. got lucky. Yeah. You heard back before everyone was supposed to hear back. Yeah. In November. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. <laughs> And uh, mm, I mean, you did apply to the music program, and I'm sure not a lot of people do that compared to the amount of people applying to engineering and business. I Yeah, I guess. I don't know if that has anything to do with it or not, because I know people that didn't find out until well after their auditions. Oh, from music? Yeah, Yeah, just from people that have gone to Ohio State in the past that have gone for music. They don't find out about the university decision until they do their auditions. But yeah. I got lucky, I guess, because mine was done well before my audition was supposed to happen. Or you're just too good. He's just too good for LSU. <laughs> They're just like, hell yeah, we'll take Patrick Oaks. Um, speaking of auditions, you had your audition for OSU about a week ago. Yeah, that's true. It's huge. How did that go? Um, it went pretty well, actually. I know a lot of the... So, I guess I should preface with this. I um, applied and auditioned at Ohio State for um, jazz guitar. And um, I am lucky enough to have met a lot of the jazz faculty up there before. Um, I have met the guitar professor at Ohio State, Kevin Turner, uh, several times. And he is... A wonderful wonderful guy um so he was running my audition so it was really it felt fairly chill for that reason because i was already familiar with him and the mm. other guy that was in there as well um but yeah it was it was pretty relaxed he just kind of asked me to play some scales and some chords and then i had one prepared piece and then he listened to me improvise a little bit in that and then i sight read and that was basically it and everything went pretty smoothly. Um, they seemed fairly happy with what they heard, so I should find out if I got into the School of Music within the next few weeks. That's dope. So, uh, and you also have UCs coming up, right? That was this morning. Oh, yeah. How, okay, <laughs> that's that's why we didn't... Okay, that makes so much more sense. How was that? Um, <laughs> Tell was, me all about it. It was okay. Um, <clears throat> I uh, Was it as crazy as Kat described it? I mean... She was really stressed. Yeah, I was really stressed too. I was, yeah, I was kind of freaking out. And I think that made a bit of an impact on how I played. But um, yeah, I was a lot more nervous for this audition than I have been for past ones. And I'm not entirely sure why. Um, Part of it, I guess, might be because um, one of the people who was overseeing my audition is my guitar teacher that I've been working with since July. So I know that he knows like what I can do. So if I'm underperforming, well, I know good. that he's going to know, but yeah. at the same time, he also knows me and he knows what kind of student I am kind of. Right. So I, I don't really know if that will really affect anything or if it'll be in my favor or not. Um, but it was a really straightforward process. I walked in um, and then 
they asked me like what do you want to do first and i said well uh i'll play how about we play the the two songs i've got prepared and they said okay which one um but i just played two uh two jazz standards with their jazz faculty there was a, a pianist a bass player and a drummer that i played with um so they would just listen to me play the melody and then improvise a little bit and then they would listen to me accompany someone else while they soloed and then they would wave me down and be like okay that was enough we've heard mm-hmm. enough um so i did that with two songs and then i sight read and that was it so with that band did you were the songs like predetermined or do, were you just like we're gonna do this these are the chords uh no i i said which songs i had prepared and they just happened to know them because they know like a lot of of, of that's standards. crazy i mean they, they right, were they, they were, students no they were the faculty members oh okay i mean the songs that i picked are fairly standard jazz tunes yeah um so if someone has been playing for a long time you'd kind of expect that they knew them um just because part of being a jazz musician is absorbing repertoire and right. learning all Stand. the tunes so you can play with people and stuff like that yeah um so that wasn't really surprising to me i went in knowing that they would probably definitely know the songs that i had picked out on um but yeah so i played through that i kind of botched the sight reading which made me upset because i knew i could do better and i'm not a great sight reader um especially not on guitar but in my other auditions where i've had to do sight reading it went significantly better than it did today so that was kind of disappointing but well, does your teacher know that know that i'm a bad sight reader no that you're better than how you did i think so because we talked about it in my last lesson i was like oh yeah my uh, last audition my sight reading went really well and then today i walk in and i was like what's a eighth note oh <laughs> 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 um need to know those yeah although yeah i think he knows that i'm 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 decent i'm, I'm not sure terrible. that'll that'll definitely help you like that can't hurt you at all. Like, well, no, I know I it can't hurt, but I don't know how much it'll help. Mm-hmm. The The big thing that made me nervous about auditioning at uh, Cincinnati Conservatory of Music is that um, they really don't have a lot of spots for jazz guitar right now. Their program is pretty full. Um, and my teacher told me that they would probably only be taking four people max. Like three, you know maybe four. people are trying out? I think around eight people were auditioning oh you're fine i well, i don't know because it depends eight people if if they're all not that good then why isn't be that fine. number like huge you i'd expect or at least i'd expect that number to be like giant i mean there's a lot of instruments for people to play there's plenty of people so. applying to jazz but uh not all of not them are guitar, guitar are guitar players yeah um what do you think the biggest pool of people trying out like what do you think their instrument is for jazz or just in the whole school jazz um i think their guitar program is more full than most others or most other instruments i really don't know what kind of the biggest one is Mm -hmm. um because all the faculty members are just amazing so anyone that anyone on any instrument that works with the professor there is going to be learning a lot and getting a lot out of it yeah um, so I really, I really don't know. Um, so do you know a lot of the people who were, uh, like trying out for the guitar jazz spots because of your prior like association with, uh, CCM? 
Uh, no, I don't know any of the other people that are, um, that are auditioning for guitar anyway. I know yeah. some people on other instruments, but, um, I haven't met any of the guitar players that are auditioning for the same semester that I am. Um, the biggest thing though, is that if they're all not great, then I'm going to be fine. I'm, yeah. I'm like decent, but what uh, I keep more, telling you're people, being hum, you're being humble. You're okay. Very good. But what I keep telling people is that if some rando from Nebraska shows up and he can just play circles around people, then I'm doomed. So, but I have no way to know if that's going to happen or not, which yeah. is horrible because I mean, it, the program, it has a fairly big draw. People come from, um, decently far away mm-hmm. to, uh, especially within the state of Ohio, which is yeah. honestly not that big of a state, but, um, people from the region, uh, f- sometimes flock to Ohio, or I almost said Ohio state sometimes flock to, uh, UC. UC. Um, so I really have no way to predict uh, what kinds of people are going to be showing up for the auditions. Yeah. Uh, so now we'll just uh, we'll just wait and see. Yeah. I had a nice conversation with the head of their jazz department about uh, the curriculum and my other schools and scholarships and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. he was a he he seemed like a pretty good guy. Uh, he was very happy to talk to me. He was really nice to talk to. Um. And it sounded kind of like he was trying to sell the school to me a little bit, which was good because that means that maybe, maybe they want me to go there. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was, uh, that was my experience there. Very nice. What, uh, what are you doing for the Texas school? Um, so for University of North Texas, which I'm also trying to get into, uh, I sent in a pre-screening video in December. Okay. Um, a lot of schools do that, uh, where before you, you even get an audition, they'll have you send in a video of you playing similar stuff to what the audition would be. Um, because they, they weed some people out just through doing that. <laughs> um, but if you get through that, then you get the live audition, but Texas is a long way from here. Yeah. So I opted to do a recorded audition. I opted to do a recorded audition for that. <laughs> Um, and I emailed them the other day because they haven't told me if I got through pre-screening yet or not. And they emailed me back and said, well, since you wanted to do a recorded audition, uh, there's no pre-screening results to send. So I'm trying to figure out what that meant. I think that means that they use the video that I already sent in as my audition film and they'll just consider that for my admission after all the live auditions happen. Hmm. But I really don't know. Maybe I have to resubmit a video. I haven't figured that out yet. That's well. Are you happy with your performance on that? I guess you, you must be if it you was, sent it. It was as good as it could have been. Yeah, I, I think. How long? What? Like, what did you have to do? Just um, I played two songs with backing tracks, which were the same two that I played this morning, um, with the faculty at CCM, and then I played one solo arrangement where it was just me on guitar. Is that stuff that you've stuff. written, or is that just other songs? No, those are um. The two that I played with backing tracks are like jazz standards. And the third one was just um, a solo arrangement that I um, got partially from my teacher. Um, and then I made some adjustments too. Gotcha. But it's um, it's also kind of a, a jazz standard, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, has your... 
like I don't really know. Do you know which schools you're leaning towards? Because you you applied to a lot, right? Five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> it it's it's kind of a problem. I mean, I have time. I have until whatever it is, April, to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like different aspects of all these different schools. I think it'll end up coming down to the financial situation. Right. Because I'm yeah, also auditioning at Oberlin Conservatory in Oberlin, Ohio, um, which is not cheap. It's like 60 grand a year. Um, so if I got scholarship money from them, then maybe it would almost be feasible to go there. But right. that's kind of a, that was just kind of a reach school. Um, and then I've already received some scholarship money from the University of Louisville, which I auditioned at last month. Um, and that bumped me down to around what in-state tuition would be. Oh. Um, but if uh, University of Cincinnati were to give me any scholarship money, they would probably end up being the cheapest one on my list. And since I already know that I, I like how their program sounds so much, I, I think that depending on how much money they were to give me, that that would be a pretty strong contender. Yeah. I have a feeling it's going to be between uh, University of Louisville, Ohio State and University of Cincinnati. Glad to hear OSU still in there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I I do really like it up there. Well, that's good. Yeah, and plus yeah, it'd be Aaron. really nice if uh, podcast hosts were roommates. Could you <laughs> imagine? <laughs> that would be amazing. I kind of want to get a quad. I don't. So I only applied to three colleges: UC, Miami, and OSU, all in state. Um, OSU is my number one. Still waiting to hear back. Like I said. Um, but the other two were like, yeah, you can come. So that's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's just a waiting game. Kind of stressful. But, I don't think you need to be stressed. I think yeah. you'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I was thinking it might be worth it since I love, my family has such deep roots in OSU. Yeah. It might be worth it if I don't get into main campus going to Newark for a semester and then just transferring in. Because mm-hmm. I was talking with uh, Scott and Ellen and my sister and my sister's boyfriend. Uh, I, I was talking with them and they said that, you know, half of, the, half of their friends did that and it's just literally like no different. Yeah, I know some people doing that as well. Yeah, you just need to not fail. <laughs> Which up until... Up to this point has been pretty easy. Right. You know, not failing. Turn in your homework. <laughs> but I I my my guess is that you're gonna get in on main campus. I hope so. I, I think you'll be A okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. I hope so. I mm, <laughs> we only have like five more days to hear back because I was early admission or early access. So yeah. I apologize if you can hear my water bottle sounds. <laughs> I just realized that's really loud. You're staying hydrated, which is... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's really we stay funny. hydrated here on the Tuning Time podcast. <laughs> I can't start recording until he's put water in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I'm a hydration coach. <laughs> You're doing so well. <laughs> I need to keep texting you about that. 
of kind what do you been, mean keep texting me you, i've you been stopped. letting off yeah i think this was over a year ago nick said that he was going to be my hydration coach and that i didn't mm-hmm. drink enough water yeah so he would text me reminders to go get a drink of water and sometimes i would do it but then he just stopped yeah well i noticed okay about a year ago before i said i'd be his hydration coach coach I noticed how important hydration is because I was playing soccer in the summer every day and it was so hot and just terrible, but it was so much less terrible. It was still terrible, but it was less terrible when I was drinking constantly, like drinking water constantly. So I was like, Patrick, I'm going to be your hydration coach because I noticed that every time you say, all right, guys, I'm going to go pee, I noticed that... That time was pretty swift, and I was like, that boy's not drinking enough water. So I said, I'm going to be your hydration coach, and I'm going to force you to drink water. I I do still force you to drink water a lot, but I just don't text you That's true. about it, which is good. You're Look at you. <laughs> Such a big boy. Drinking his water. <laughs> I'm so proud. What are you, what are you, what are you going to do with, without me? What are you going to do? Probably just drink the same amount of water that I do now because you don't really tell me to do it that much. Hey, it doesn't make that much of a difference. Yeah, because I changed you. You know what I did do? I put a water bottle in my car today. Hey. And it's going to stay there and always be full. So I always have it there when I'm driving. Nice. Like, so you're just going to keep refilling it? Yeah. And I'll make sure to take it with me wherever I go. Good. And leave it in the car. Good man. I do that. I I always have... At least three plastic water bottles rolling around on my floor in my car. Uh, Just use a reusable water bottle. <laughs> yeah, they say <laughs> they say not to leave. Yeah. <laughs> they say not to leave those plastic water bottles in your car, like the yeah, the plastic water bottles in your car because it could like dilute the water. But I do it anyway. <laughs> and it's the winter. What is it gonna do? Is it gonna freeze? Yeah. All of them were frozen <laughs> this morning. <laughs> So yes, they're gonna freeze. Um, so that wasn't good, but it's all right. That's Con- just how you get more bludgeoning weapons. <laughs> should you encounter any snake people in your travels? Oh my goodness! Thank <laughs> God, dude. They're like sponsored by water. Sponsored by water. H two O. Jesus's alcohol. <laughs> Wait, God's alcohol. Jesus. Was no, yes, because Jesus is no, wine. No, yes, oh, and bread. Oh, <laughs> yeah, some might say that. Mm hmm. That's that's about, yeah, <laughs> God's alcohol is water, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I also wanted to ask you what you thought what your plans were for the summer before going to college when we were on the college con uh conversation i want to take the trains (laughs) (laughs) okay continue i would love to travel literally anywhere by train (laughs) i just want to take a train spend an entire day traveling somewhere by train it doesn't even matter where, and then I'll find something really m- meaningless and minuscule to do wherever the destination is, and then I'll come back. By and, train. Yeah, by train. <laughs> <laughs> Although, so, this is something I've been ent- entertaining a lot. So, no one really comes to Cincinnati. Actually, that's not true. 
a lot of musicians that I like do not come to Cincinnati in their tours, mm-hmm. nor do they even come to Ohio. Yeah. And if they do, it's in Cleveland, which is on the opposite side of the state. <laughs> yeah. Um, you could not be any further from Cincinnati. Um, but I would love to take a weekend and take a train, go somewhere, like take the Friday afternoon, Friday evening, Friday night, and get somewhere by train. And then go see or spend the whole day there on Saturday, see some show Saturday night, and then train back on Sunday. That would be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've actually been like entertaining I uh, the idea of doing this. Yeah. Um, because my one of my favorite saxophones player. Saxophones. Oh my goodness, that was so bad. One of my favorite saxophone <laughs> players ever, Ben Wendell, uh, is going on tour with. Um, his band to play the music from his most recent album seasons, which was released in 2018. Um, and he's the closest he's playing <laughs> is like Chicago, oh <laughs> but that's only a nine hour train ride. <laughs> <laughs> only a nine. It's a faster car ride. <laughs> that's, that's true of pretty much every single place. Yeah. And I don't even know if it's cheaper to travel by train or not. I just think the idea of traveling by train is so nice. That would be it sounds sweet. Sounds so much fun. And uh, we could record a podcast. No, that's that's the, what we have to do though. We have to to go somewhere by train and then have a special tuning time, tuning time episode. We're hitting with the qu- the the quintuple T's. Oh my goodness! The tuning time, tuning time, train, Tuesday time. <laughs> That's huge. <laughs> quintuple T. <laughs> dude, we'll sit next to like a, an old dude. And that, interview him. And interview him. <laughs> that like didn't know, he doesn't know that cars exist and he still travels by train. <laughs> I don't think anyone's like that. I'm sure there are plenty of people. Dude. But my cousin lives in Chicago and we could definitely crash at his place. That'd be awesome. I love Chicago. It's a good city. Uh, it is beautiful. I also didn't get to see uh, Chicago Music Ex- Music Exchange, the giant guitar store that they have there, unfortunately. It's honestly pretty it. underwhelming. Is it? You walk in and there's all these guitars and you're like, okay, that's pretty cool. You're not going to buy anything. So like, <laughs> like, you walk in and you see all these vintage guitars that you would never be Thousands able to afford. Of dollars, yeah. And you're just kind of thinking to yourself, okay, well, this is neat. And then that's about it. <laughs> When I was there, I was like, okay, I got to buy something while I was here. So I wanted to get these headphones. And I was I, oh, I've seen these before. These headphones are only like 60 bucks. And I take them to check out. And he's like, okay, that'll be 160 and What? I'm like, and I'm like, wait, what? These aren't the ones I thought they were. Oh, no. <laughs> or they I just buy them, but I bought a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty dope t-shirt. I remember that. That's sweet. <laughs> so cool store though i guess if you have time and you happen to be in chicago then it's a it's a cool one-time thing um but yeah i don't know i found it kind of underwhelming the what the bean no i actually have never seen the bean neither have i (laughs) i feel like it's kind of overhyped i saw okay here's hamilton oh really oh yeah you did that was so good Oh, I just completely forgot about that. It was unbelievable. I also lost uh, my wallet. Oh, yeah. The first hour I spent in Chicago, I lost my wallet. And I was so upset the rest of the trip. Because <laughs> I had like 
200 bucks in cash because I planned on buying stuff while I was there. <laughs> and of course I let I lost it <gasps> on the train. <laughs> Wait, really? I lost yeah. <laughs> I lost it on the train and then the train left and by the time I noticed that it wasn't on my person, the train was gone. <laughs> All right, well, obviously you're not very good about your train safety procedures. I have to teach you the ways of the trains. I guess so. <laughs> Are you any better at the train ways than I am? I've never lost anything on a train. How many times have you been on a train? Two. <laughs> Two times. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but I, the last crazy. time I was on a train, I was in New York City. Um, and I was taking the train from the city to... Um, Oh shoot! What's what's the name of the place? I think Hopewell Junction is the name of the train station we were going to, because mm-hmm. it was um like half an hour away from where my my dad's brother lives and where his whole family's at, and that's where we were staying that night. So, um, but the train ride out of the city was so nice. It was one of the most pleasant and relaxing experiences of all my life. Really, it was so the sunset was so nice. You just watched oh. it as you were on the train, and then. I think we got on the train at around seven o'clock and then we got off around nine or 10 or something like that. It, it was just a really, really nice train ride. That's great. I, <laughs> like, also... I, I enjoyed it so much. I'm like, I'm traveling and I don't have to worry about driving. I don't have to worry about other people. I just sit on the train and do my thing until I get off the train. Yeah. And now you can look out the window if I want. I had so much room. <laughs> no I, navigation. I had a pizza. It was, it was, you had a pizza? It was so much fun. How phenomenal. Actually, I spent that whole train ride um, editing um, a recording that I did of a band while I was in New York City. I went to see um, I Mirakimi's. I think that's her name. I Mirakimi Mirakimi. And her uh, her jazz quartet at Smalls Jazz Club in New York City, which was awesome. Wow. Um, and then I had a little mobile recording rig that I used to record the whole show. And then uh, I spent the whole train ride editing it and mixing it and stuff to make it sound a little bit better. And yeah. that was that was just really cool. I a pleasant also, experience on I train. I also rode a lot of trains in New York. This is so... Like, the fact that we both had the same experience in the same places just not together (laughs) it was great but anyway we rode a bunch of trains around in new york and obviously the the sub the subway system is a hot commodity around there yeah so we were riding that everywhere and then did you see the did you go on like a tour to the statue of liberty no maybe i did if i was little but not recently we did that when this was like just about three years ago, I think, maybe two, something like that. Um, but we went on this giant ferry, and it just went next to the Statue of Liberty, and it was crazy. And then we stopped by the uh, building, shoot, what is it called, where immigrants would come in. and then, Ellis Island. Yeah, and register or whatever um, to become citizen or something <laughs> i'm not quite sure what that island did but it was it had a very high historic value um you just didn't know what it was i just didn't know what it was <laughs> uh but i was able to 
look up in the archives both of my grandparents. Oh, that's pretty cool. Which I have found very interesting because yeah. they came over about 60 years ago from Greece. Mm. They took a boat for a few weeks and came to New York. My papu, which is uh, grandpa in Greek, uh, came over with like, I think he said $14 in his pocket. Hmm. Literally, that's all he had. He didn't know anyone here. He barely, I don't think he spoke English and uh, managed to get on a train. Oh my God. He managed <laughs> to get on a train. We have to do this train thing. And then he rode to Ohio. That's why I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> because okay. $14 bought him a train ticket to Ohio. <laughs> and then he learned English. Speaking of which, where do you want to live eventually? Oh. Jeez, where do I... Not that that well, has anything to do with what we were talking about at all. <laughs> Dude, I'm glad you asked that question because I've been asking myself that for years. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think it would be really cool. This is all if I make enough money. It'd be really cool to have a place in Alaska and a place on the West Coast. Yeesh. Yeah, and I'm, that's pricey. And I'll have my f- pilot's license. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> and a plane. Oh, all right. <laughs> and I'll Easy. fly myself between the two. Easy. I already have two watches, so I can have one watch. I'll wear both of them at the same time, and one watch will be the time of my house in Alaska, and the other watch will be the time of my house in California. So you're set. And I'll wear them both all the time. <laughs> So you're basically ready to make this happen. I think so. <laughs> I know what planes it's, are. It's just about getting the rest that... of all of that. <laughs> yeah, West Coast might be a little expensive. Alaska will be dirt cheap. Flying there won't be. Yeah. Um, I want to have a cabin in Alaska where I go hunting. Or, oh, Montana. I wouldn't want to live in Montana, but I there. definitely want to have a place in Montana. If I, if my hunting ranch slash, uh, f- well, I wouldn't farm, so I guess it would be a hunting <laughs> ranch. If my hunting ranch isn't in Alaska, it would definitely be in Montana because Montana's beautiful and amazing, and I've been there once and want to go back uh and it was a phenomenal experience. But the West Coast, I've never been... Uh, well, I've been to Seattle. But besides that, I've never been to the West Coast. And I want to experience all there is to see in California. And that part might be expensive. Yeah, a little bit. Or uh, option B is I just buy a house in Cincinnati. And, <laughs> and uh, spend the rest of my years there. Here. What do you think? that Where... Where do you want to live? I really have no idea. Um, it's going to be, for me, it's going to be pretty career contingent. Um, mm-hmm. And it'll depend a lot on uh, where I can make things work. Um, as a as a working jazz musician, everyone talks about uh, New York City. Um, and I think it would be cool to spend some time there. But if I were to have a place there um i I don't, I don't think it would be very long term i think it would be a kind of a temporary kind of thing yeah um just because i don't know it's it would be very expensive and 
I think the the hustle is a bit uh a bit much. I mean, I don't really know until I go and do it, obviously. But um, and it's not that I'm a I'm afraid of getting out ground there, but uh, there's just a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, New York. And it's it's it, it, it's a busy it, place. It is a busy place, and. I think I would want to get away from it after a while. Right. And be somewhere that is similar in nature, but less in intensity. Nashville. That's I don't where... think I would want to go to Nashville. <laughs> That's where my brother's moving. Oh, yeah. True. And a few days. <laughs> <laughs> kind of say goodbye. <laughs> that kind of crazy. My brother graduated from college and now he's moving to Nashville, which is so surreal. Hi but you. anyway, uh, I think right out of college, moving to a big city would kind of be dope. Yeah. Big city is in not New York. That's that's a mega city. Yeah. But like Nashville, my sister's moving to Atlanta hmm. um, in July. Chicago. Uh, when she, yeah, Chicago would be really cool. She, that was on her, uh, li- or like that was one of the options that she should have or she could have gone to. Yeah. Um, she also was invited back to work at Amazon in Seattle, hmm. which uh, I'm sure was very tempting because she loved her um, her time she spent there last summer mm-hmm. uh, for the internship, but it's also in Seattle. Yeah. And she can never, like, come. It's not easy to come home or visit right. or whatever. Um, but Atlanta will be good. We have... The fact that I'm saying that Atlanta is close, it's kind of crazy, but compared, compared to Seattle, to Seattle it, it, yeah. it is. Um, but we have aunts and uncles that live down there, so she'll be at home. Well, ish. Ish. <laughs> but, yeah. Just a train right away. <laughs> Just a train right away. My Nashville's only four hours-ish away, which... By I, drive? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, probably a lot farther by train because <laughs> you have to go north before you can go south for some reason because trains are like messed up. What? Yeah, it's it's some places just make no sense to travel to from Cincinnati by train. Yeah, and it makes so much more sense to just go by car, but you don't get the train experience. <laughs> That's my problem. That's yeah. There's a lot Kentucky of places you have to go to know. Cleveland first and then go. Really? Yeah, and then go like east or west. Is that why Chicago is so much further than if you just took a car? No, <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's just. Oh, it's just train speed? I guess. I don't really train, know what the deal is. Train that time one. is different from everything else <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Um, but obviously, it all depends on. Well, first of all, if slash when I get into college, what I study, what I end, uh, if, if I get my diploma, what companies enjoy my presence, etc., etc. And internships. Is the next four years, five years, going to be crazy? Yeah. I think... Uh, hmm. I think that my... What, like my major is four and a half some years, four and oh, a half really? years. 
nine semesters. Yeah, that's what Michael's was, and we're basically going to end up taking the same classes, I think. Huh. So, yeah. And if I don't get into aerospace engineering, then I'll do electrical, which is exactly what Michael did. Yeah. So, um... Have we clarified that Michael is your brother? Michael is my brother. <laughs> <clears throat> the brother that you mentioned before. Yeah, that I stole the identity of from my Twitter account. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Mike. <laughs> that I also don't know what his age is. I need to... He is... He's... It's 2019. He hasn't had his birthday yet, so he's 23. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Done. Only on tuning time. Determined. <laughs> you wouldn't hear that anywhere on any other uh, subpar podcast. <laughs> but we... Wait. The, okay. <laughs> the the term subpar makes no sense. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Oh, wait. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Because right. if I'm out and about on the street and someone is eating a hamburger and they say, this burger is subpar, that means that it's bad. But if I'm on... if So that's... Subpar means bad anywhere, but when I'm on the golf course and someone says, dude, that was subpar, <laughs> that's a good thing. Golf is just like I think par, backwards. I think par is another word for normal. So if it's subpar, it's below normal. And since you want low scores in golf, it makes sense to say subpar. Yeah. And then and anywhere else, if it's you subpar, want it to be then better than normal. the quality is below normal. Yeah. And it is below the average number of qualities so when are we going golfing <laughs> i don't want to go golfing i'd rather take a train <laughs> let's take a train to a golf course <laughs> like 10 minutes away <laughs> could you imagine that would be great i'd take a train to a golf course i would not take a train to a Throw... golf course that's such a poor destination it's too it's too close too no <laughs> it would no. be just right <laughs> We went to golfing once. Well, it was to the driving range. And I broke my golf club. And uh, Patrick, uh, uh, we were just hitting hitting some rounds down, uh, <laughs> down the field, whatever you call it, down the course. It's not a Driving course. range. Down the range. And uh, I was, Patrick's back was to me. And, uh, you know, he was swinging. We were both swinging about trying to uh, trying to hit the ball. We were so bad. And then, <laughs> anyway, Patrick makes some good connection on one of these hits. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> he hits it. He hits it real good. And the... <laughs> the club broke, and the head of the golf club went further than the ball. And I was like, <laughs> Patrick, that was a really good... Wait. <laughs> I, saw, I saw two uh, black objects... Or just like I saw two objects come out from <laughs> two objects, what should have been one, the <laughs> golf ball, but two came out uh, from where Patrick was hitting, and I was like, "What's going on?" So I looked over, and Patrick's just holding a stick, <laughs> a headless golf club, an endless, a headless golf club, and then we just started laughing, and all the people around us were probably like, "These guys are idiots," <laughs> but luckily that was your dad's old. Uh, yeah, it wasn't even my golf club. Old set. So, <laughs> really nothing to lose. So good. The head of a golf club. You know what we forgot to do again? Go outside. Set a timer. Oh. We're about 50 minutes in. How do you know that? 
I'm guessing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we started around three. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess if you have the current time, then that would make sense. Yeah. The clock is our timer. All right, I think that, well, that that's probably a decent stopping point. We covered a lot of ground. Yeah. I don't even... I, th- this turned out very well for an episode with no actual guide to it. I'd say. With no... Did we topic. did we mention that we do we want to do every five? It's just shooting the we, breeze. Okay, we talked about the uh, the idea of doing a, a what's new episode every yeah. five episodes, um, and maybe we'll do that. Maybe not. We'll uh, we'll make that call once we get to episode ten. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like we said on last episode, we have a lot of exciting stuff planned for guests and collaborations and oh, stuff yeah. of that sort. So please keep posted on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, like I mentioned before, follow us on Twitter at time underscore tuning. Um, most likely you're listening to this on Anchor. Uh, but also, like I mentioned before, we are on some other podcasting streaming sites if you so choose to use them. Um Keep an eye out for us to be on some others coming yeah. up soon. We'll be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts sometime in the next couple of weeks. And you'll learn that through Twitter. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll be posting all about that and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff. Leave voice uh, recordings or comments, please. Please leave a voice message. Please. It would make me really happy, and we would love to feature you guys. In yeah, we didn't have any questions to answer. Yeah, we didn't have a featured comment. Today. And we did say, keep those questions coming, and the mm. questions did not keep coming. Therefore, I am S for sad. S for sad. <laughs> T for turn. <laughs> Anywho. This has been the You'll Hear It Podcast. What? This is- <laughs> You'll Hear It Podcast? That's the other podcast that I was listening to earlier today. Dude, when I started this podcast, I w- almost said, this is The Misfits. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I just did that. It's okay. If you guys like jazz music, please go give my boys at the You'll Hear It Podcast a listen. Give I them a li- sub. Unsubscribe from T-Series. Unsubscribe from T-Series. Subscribe to Tuning Time and subscribe to You'll Hear and It. Tuning Time. And PewDiePie. Okay, but for real though, You'll Hear It podcast is, they, they give me so much inspiration for how I, we go about our business on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to them pretty much every day since, I don't even know when, <laughs> last summer I think. Uh, but yeah, they're great. Anyway, this has been the Tuning Time podcast. Yes. Uh yeah (laughs) we'll see you next time stay tuned please thank you